Ladies Mom Bitch Nation, it is Celia here. I am so beyond thrilled to welcome you back to the Mom Bitch Podcast. This is the ultimate destination for all things mom life. Like we've already talked about self-care. We've already talked about intentional living. Today, we are going to unravel the magic behind my latest creation, the Mom Bitch Journal. And I just want to start off by saying like this journal is not just a book. It's really been a powerful tool, an ally in my arsenal, and a testament to the Mom Bitch Method is it's just a guiding light through your own personal journeys. And if you're wondering like what makes you qualified to create this journal, it's a simple answer. As women, as moms, we're all the same. Like I am not special. But what I did was invest a lot of time and money over the past year and a half to figure out how to heal myself from postpartum trauma. And I wasn't necessarily depressed. I was motivated. Like I really wanted to take my challenge and my stress and cultivate something that was going to help others. And most importantly, selfishly help myself. So with that said, today we are going to immerse ourselves into the essence of the mom bitch method. So I really want to shine a spotlight on why maintaining almost like this harmonious balance between planning, positive mindset, trigger awareness can really transform your days because it helped transform mine. So I want to kick us off with the first key element. We're going to go through it. The first key element, organization and productivity. I know this sounds simple, like every journal is focused on the same thing, but sometimes you just have to go back to the basics and you might find that going back to the basics in a new way or in a way you've never tried before is the key to your success. That's what's helped me. So like this, like imagine your planner is a compass for your day. It guides you, it helps you organize tasks. It sets priorities. You're starting to manage your time effectively. Like really, truly, it's like having a trusted friend by your side. That's what I think of when I look at all of my organizational methods. It's helping me navigate the twists and turns in my daily life. And who doesn't love feeling accomplished? Like when you can check off a completed task, it's almost like giving myself this warm, supportive hug. But I need to make sure that I'm setting tasks and expectations that I can actually achieve. And so I think it's really important if you don't have a method in your day to actually take the time to organize your day before you start your day, you're really missing out. So I do encourage you to do that. The second part of the Mom Betch method is having a positive mindset and well being. I really truly think the mental health in the United States is not managed effectively. And I'm sure everyone feels the same. So with that said, like you can't just necessarily sometimes wake up and feel positive. Like that's not realistic. But what you can do is use tools and accountability to help cultivate how you're going to transform your day to be positive. Even if you're feeling like shit, It's not just wishful thinking, like it's a lifestyle choice and it does reduce stress. 
It increases your resilience and it enhances your mental health. And honestly, at the end of the day, that's all we can ask for, especially as a working mom and a, and a people leader to a team. I need to turn challenges into opportunities. And that's where the Mom Vetch Journal stops is your companion because it makes even a hard journey, a challenging journey, an incredible journey. Because positivity isn't just a fleeting thought, like it's a way of life. And so I really want the Mom Vetch Journal to be your guide to get you on that path. Number three, which you'll read in the book, is about trigger awareness and emotional regulation. I've talked about this before, but I want to talk about having like an emotional toolkit that's embedded into your day. Like we need to be aware of the triggers because being aware of your triggers is like having the secret weapon for emotional well-being. Like you can recognize what might cause you stress and that will allow you to plan how you can respond proactively and also help you implement coping strategies so that you can be the superhero of your own emotions. It's about understanding yourself deeply, and it's going to help you with life's twists, create a new sense of resilience. So speaking of twists, I'm going to go off on a little tangent. I have to share this little bathroom story that scared me that recently happened with Lagan. And so picture this. Lagan wakes up. He's old enough to hop off a of bed. So he hops off a of bed. He runs to our bathroom and he shuts the door like you think no big deal. Like we're baby proved, like we're good. Well, he opened up a bathroom drawer and it lodged the door shut where we could not open it. Like I feel like in life you can plan from one to ten, but then eleven happens. And it's your reaction that's important. Like if you would have taken me back a year and a half ago. I would have called 911 right away. My heart rate would have been like 160 beats per minute. I would have been having a full-blown panic attack. And the whole situation would have turned into me as opposed to Lakin. Because I would have put the focus on myself because I didn't know how to self-regulate my emotions. Well, fast forward after all of this work I've done, I realize like, hey, this is a time in parenthood that you can plan for everything, but it's not always going to go expected to plan. And so what did I do? I, I took a couple deep breaths and, you know, thankfully Lakin can communicate. And I was like, Lakin, close the bathroom drawer. Can you close the bathroom drawer? Mommy needs to get inside. And eventually he did. But like, it really took me by surprise. One, he can communicate, he can understand and two, we have this, you know, like deeply connected trust with each other that I just knew it was going to be okay. And I didn't know it was going to be okay because he's a year and a half now. I knew it was going to be okay because I knew that I could easily go into this like emotional path that I didn't want to go into and make the situation worse. So with that said, like I do owe it to everything that I've worked on. And so might be wondering like how does this bathroom drama tie with the mom bitch journal well like at the end of the day life is unpredictable like there's unpredictable moments just like Lakin locking himself in the bathroom it reminds us of the importance 
of being adaptable and sort of just rolling with the punches. Because it's these unexpected moments that emphasize the need for flexibility. And a key element of this journal is to have flexibility in your life because life is full of surprises. So you have to be able to adapt so that you can adjust your plans accordingly. And if you're not good at it, a journal might be a really great new approach to your day. So talking about adaptability and flexibility, that's part of the method. Like a planner obviously is going to provide structure, but it equally is important for your planner to be flexible, to be adaptable, allows you, in my opinion, to plan more accordingly. It's kind of like the art of planning. Like you have to gracefully kind of just dance around life's twists and turns. But life is like a dance. So I wanted to make your best dance partner in the journal. Another thing it focuses on is reducing overcommitment. Like understanding your triggers can help prevent overcommitting because it guides you to set realistic goals and prioritize tasks. So when I built this journal, it's not like majority of your pages are goal and task focused. It's actually for you to equally look at your day, both positive, and then put the triggers in front of you that you want to work on. Because if you can do that, then there's a high likelihood that if anything overwhelming happens to you, you're going to be able to like regroup, reset, and go about your day. So yes, it focuses on goals, it focuses on your tasks, but it really wants you to focus on not overcommitting. Like you do not have to write down 20 to-do tasks. Even if you have them, you know you're not going to get your 20 to-dos done. So maybe just put one or three. It's all about finding like a sweet spot between like ambition and practicality. And moms, we're superheroes, but it's nice to take a day off. Am I right? Like we need to be a little bit more flexible to find the right balance. And that's what this is focused on. So I have been trying to be creative in the kitchen. I'm trying to spice things up. I don't want my kid to think of food as like defrosting a piece of steak. Like how boring. So I have been thinking of ways to make the kitchen more fun. Like I really want Lakin to not just enjoy food, but I want him to enjoy making food. One thing that I have been doing is like researching ways to be creative in the kitchen. And I want to share those with you. So number one, and I'm sure everyone does this, is like a kitchen dance party. Like (laughs) turning on music and just letting the kitchen become like a dance floor. I found that cooking is so much more fun when I am moving and grooving, when I am shaking my booty with my baby. It really does spark excitement. And it also allows me to cook and keep Lakin active while I'm doing so. So I've found that being creative like that actually lets me get more done around the house because he thinks it's funny and he thinks it's fun. So where I wasn't able previously to like make meatballs, he wants to be a part of it because we're like dancing and singing and rolling meatballs at the same time. Another thing 
is like rainbow food creations. Like I know we talked about, you know, like colors and moods and things like that. Like why can't that equate to the food? I mean, I haven't researched it to see if like the colors on your plate actually impact sensory for children. That's actually really interesting and something I'll look into. But I want to challenge Lakin to create a rainbow on his plate, like using colorful fruits and vegetables. I really want him to have like a visual feast, not just a healthy one. Story time cooking. I read is really nice where you can like pick a story, bring that story to life by creating a dish that's inspired by like characters or maybe it's the setting. I saw online like someone's fiance asked for like a dinosaur mashed potato mountain gravy volcano dinner. I mean, you don't have to do that every single day. That's crazy. But just finding ways to like just put like an imaginative twist in your culinary adventures shapes so key with toddlers like using cookie cutters to create fun shapes and not just out of like cookie dough but like I made him like a star peanut butter sandwich and he thought it was so cool so I'm trying to find ways to incorporate shapes colors educational learning in a delicious way in a tasty way so that he enjoys learning as he's doing day-to-day things. You have to do the little things and take the little time to make yourself happy. For me, it's my skinny confidential ice roller, like in the morning to just depuff. I haven't used it in like three months. Like what is wrong with me? We need to incorporate self-care into our daily routine and it's so easy to not do because we're tired. So part of the mom Batch method is including those self-care activities in your planner to give yourself accountability, to ensure you set time to rest and relax because we need to prevent burnout if we want to promote our overall well-being. And so I really want this journal to help you set daily reminders to prioritize yourself in that way because it's not just about managing tasks. Like our day has to be about managing our well-being too. With that said, going back to tasks, one thing that you can do to ruin your day is procrastinate. So like having a planner is a powerful tool against procrastination because it motivates you to tackle tasks promptly. Like if you want to avoid the stress of last minute efforts, you need to plan for it. And like I went and said earlier, like there's nothing better than checking off to-dos early because it just gives me more time in my day. The last couple parts of the mom bitch method kind of goes back to what we've been talking about so far this year, but like intentional living. Like you have to combine positivity to help foster intentional living. So your approach each day is a sense of purpose. Like, yes, you can focus on tasks, you can align your goals, but align it to your values because that's really the secret sauce for having a fulfilling and purposeful driven life. Like, put your values in front of you, foster them, like, lead by example, right? Like, lead with intention. It also is going to help you, and this is part of the Mom Method as well, improve relationships. Like, pick up the phone, call people, get out there, go get lunch it really is going to help contribute to having a positive mindset. 
positive mindsets equal healthy relationships. So being aware of triggers can help you navigate the challenges so that when you do have an opportunity to interact, you're doing it more skillfully. You're going to have less conflict and you're going to have a lot more purpose with your interactions because happy moms make happy families. So the mom bitch journal is your ally in creating like this positive ripple effect in your relationships. And last but not least, enhanced problem solving. Strategic problem solving does not come naturally to everyone. It's just facts. Like there's always like street smarts and there's always someone that's like book smart. So you have to work on problem solving. Like having a positive mindset really doesn't help your problem solving skills. Going back to the bathroom, I could have easily had a panic attack and went down the hill. And instead, I tried to be positive about it. And the outcome would have been the same no matter what. But it was less stressful to get there. So going into like the daily pages of the Mom Bitch Journal, like each day, you will find an inspiring word of the day. Right? Great. Seen it before. But what I never saw in any type of like paper format is the trigger word of the day. And that's what I wanted to bring as an opportunity. For me personally, like in a journal, size matters. So the Mom Bitch Journal is 8 by 10. So it gives you like ample space to really delve into each section. Like it encourages you to be honest with yourself foster this journey within yourself of like self-discovery and empowerment. I wanted to have a book size journal that actually gives you the space to do your thing. And like studies show that people who journal, they're not just happier, but they're more productive. So like the act of putting pen to paper allows you to have, in my opinion, deeper reflection as well as goal setting, but the eight by 10 ensures that you have like the space to like really truly express yourself fully. So like I said, it's not just a journal. I really wanted it to be your daily companion so that you can be more intentional and fulfilled. But I have to say, eight by 10 is not for everyone. So if you are a compact preferenced mom bitch out there, fret not. I am working on the mom bitch mini journal. So stay tuned because it is your perfect compact companion. I understand not everyone wants the same thing. So I'm here to cater to all the incredible mom bitches. It just takes a little bit of time. So wrapping up today's episode, I am so excited for the mom bitch journal. Like I said, it's not just a journal. It's a tool to help you transform, guide yourself with intentional living, and most importantly, just be a companion. So remember guys, life, is an adventure and your journal's your map. Even if it's not my journal, your journal's your map. So grab a journal, embrace the mom bitch method if you choose, and let's make every day count. Until next time.